0: Alright, we're well, recording now? Okay, cool. Yeah. Alright, so we're all slightly disgusted, but I have one question that's on my mind. Ozzy, how does that ska song go? <laughs> I don't remember. I honestly don't know off the top of my head, but I guarantee you that it's just like every other ska
1: song that I've listened to before. If it's not like off-beats, just like guitar strums, then it's like this like constant just like and chords go
2: back and forth. You forgot the guitar that goes.
1: Yeah. So you guys
0: all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, yeah. Speaking of that,
1: I'm going to a ska concert
2: tomorrow. So that'd be great. Oh man, you're going back to see this band. So clearly you love ska?
1: No, I'm just saying live music. Mostly
2: third wave ska. It
1: is easier to appreciate ska in a live setting than mm-hmm. I than ever. I would never listen to an album of ska. Like
0: you're just not going to catch. Well, you doing I mean, that. there is a ska band on my street. Um, a little Ska Band. Yeah, everybody thinks they're so fucking neat. See, yeah. uh, it's crazy. Anyway, so welcome back to the Drunk Mustache Podcast. I'm Logan, and the man who is telling us all about his favorite musical tastes in Ska bands is Ozzy. How's it going, Ozzy?
1: I'm doing all right. It's nice to be back. It's been a while.
0: It's been a while. Damn
1: it.
2: Why do we keep saying that? Because <laughs> you just love staying. I mean, yeah.
1: that is a solid song. You're not going to sit there and tell me that's not a good song. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, it's
1: good
2: Yeah,
1: I said listen to that song. I don't even think they have any other
2: songs, right? I don't know. I, uh, who knows? They probably, they probably all sound like that. They probably They're just put like out style. one album with
1: like that song, just like different restyled, yeah. yeah,
0: And then the the member of our team who hates ska the most, Kevin. How's it going, Kevin?
2: I Scott. Yeah, going to the oh, concert. You two. You I, I saw Less Than Jake in concert. I got some Less Than Jake toilet paper floating around somewhere. This guy is an aficionado when it comes to Scott. So
0: if they're Less Than Jake, but they're better than Ezra, like, where does that put the band
2: exactly? Is fairy tale? Is, is it there a band called Ezra? Yes. No. So the the, the band
0: is called Better Than Ezra. But
2: I thought there was another one called Ezra. Oh, I don't fucking know. <laughs>
0: is it a scabby? I don't know. If they are, they're not on my street. I don't know what to say about that.
2: Oh, God. Uh, I mean, yeah, so I'm doing, doing pretty good. You know, got a new job, working out there, doing things, get things... Yeah, you're
0: working out. It's good. It's good. Whoa, whoa,
2: let's not get crazy. <laughs> I work out, like, maybe once a week,
0: just so I don't die. Hey, that's enough, yeah.
1: Don't they say you need to work out at least once a week for 30 minutes?
2: No... It's oh. three times a week for 20 minutes.
1: Oh, I got that confused that I just work at work for
2: 30 minutes once yeah, a
0: week. Yeah, that's what I was told. I mean,
2: in in any given work week, I do about 15 minutes of real. I put it like act. in I put it overtime. I do 30. Uh,
0: I'm sitting there, so that, that counts, right? I don't <laughs> okay. know.
1: Half the time, yes. They just want you to be there just to have a face. Dude,
0: it's presenting, Scotty. What are we talking about? That is true. That place is <laughs> tough.
1: Y'all can't keep a manager worth
2: shit. Oh, uh, uh, no. nope. Yeah.
0: By the way, Brian left. I don't know if you was yeah. right.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard right. Mm. RIP. But anyway, look—you've yeah. had the most managers there.
0: Pour one out for me and my homies. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> pour it out for the home Pour pour it out for all the homies.
0: All the homies. I don't know why I'm pouring one out because I think like they're doing pretty well. They're doing much better than me. They're not working there anymore. I just poured out that nasty ass beer. I right? had <laughs> sipping on gin and juice, laid back with their mind on their money and their money on their mind. That's the same thing.
2: Yeah. Mine their
0: money. Yeah. It's the it's, same thing. What, yeah. I am going to end up deleting like this whole intro. We're a little rusty. It's been a while. Okay. What Life has gotten in the way. Rusty.
2: We're, we're tearing down all sorts of misconceptions in music right now. Mind on money, money on mind. It's the same thing. Yes. It's the transitive property. We've He's we
0: We had some personal issues, so we were away. Uh, multiple personal issues. It wasn't just, you know.
1: It was just you, Logan, stop.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry, like you know, you know how it goes. You know, somebody kills your dad, then you gotta go on an epic quest to like find the golden fleece. And then... I didn't
2: get that quest when my dad died. Was, really? Was, yeah, was, yeah. No, I had to find dad. The they lost dad. him after he died. Lost your dad?
1: He wasn't even an urn He couldn't <laughs> even stick a skull sticker on him. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> snakes and sparklers are my favorite. <laughs>
2: We're drinking a beer called Snakes and Sparkles right now. Uh, out of Charlotte from Divine Barrel Brewing. But so that's not who we reviewed.
0: Yeah, so how does this compare to our good friends at Dirty Bull Brewing? That's called a transition. Anyway. I
2: like it.
1: Uh, dirty Bullroom, yeah, in uh, Durham, North Carolina. We went out there. Uh, we decided to go outside of Raleigh, but it's still kind of the, tri- the you know the triangle area.
2: I live in Durham now, so it was better. Yeah,
1: that too. I you know, Kevin is like ten minutes away, so we made the trek out there, <laughs> and uh, we were like the only ones there that day. But we got I, there when we when they opened. Oh, but... that's right, that's right, because we got there at, like two right. Well, there was, was actually... noon. Yeah, yeah, same thing.
0: Ozzy yeah. was pretty. I got slammed, but no.
1: I, I think at so, the end of the day, I think we all had a good time there, right? I mean, it was actually pretty good. I actually like their I like the
0: spot. I like their setup. So the inside is pretty small. Okay, just talking about the brewery before we get to the beer. The inside's a little small, but it's got like a nice little hookup with like two really long picnic tables. They have an N64 plugged in, but nobody seems to be able to figure out how to work because that was, like, the other people that were there, like, sitting behind us. They were like, yeah, let's play the N64. And then they, like, tried to turn on the TV and I guess couldn't figure out how to make it work. They never tried to blow in the cartridge, so that's (laughs) how you knew that they
2: didn't know what they were doing. Can you bring your own and just, like, play Ocarina of Time and then just, like, beat the game and then, like, leave? I mean, if you're a
0: speedrunner, sure. Get there
1: right when they open at 12 and don't leave till 10 because you play the whole game. Yeah, that's your a speedrunner,
2: like you said. They'll probably kick you off eventually.
0: I mean, I would imagine.
1: Someone's bound to ask. I'll stand behind you and
2: wait the whole time. Oh, no, it's my turn. Yeah. Hey, he died. But, yeah, yeah
1: I mean, it was a cool spot, like you were saying. The inside was cool. They had a bunch of Simpsons figures, which I thought was cool. For
0: well, my, my favorite part was, like, obviously we're there in the summer. We didn't sit outside, but the whole outside would have those big sprayers, like those mist sprayers, going on over yeah, the like picnic table area. Like an amusement park. It place. was. I thought that was like a nice little touch. Now I don't know what the impact it would have had on the beer was if we like took it out there and started drinking um, under a bunch of water sprays. I would have still
1: had swamp ass.
2: If, if it takes you that long ah, to drink a beer for mist to water it down, <laughs> you've got bigger problems
0: i don't know man you'd be surprised but uh yeah i mean overall the atmosphere was very good okay i will say the one downside does not really have anything to do with the brewing thing when i went to the restrooms those restrooms do not have any air conditioning because it's hot as balls in there and that was the only downside i can think of specifically was like it was just so fucking hot The restrooms are, like, in their brewing area, and that whole area, as soon as as you walk outside, it's like, oh my god, it's so hot out here.
1: I appreciate the thorough review of even their facilities, so.
0: Look, I am nothing if not thorough. I mean,
1: if I'm going to pee or poop, I want to be as comfortable as possible, so I can understand your, your negative review on that end.
0: Although, I will say they do have, like, little chalkboards in there that you can write whatever you want on. What? Yeah, that was did, you, did you
2: not see the? Oh come did on! Did you make I, a turkey with your hand?
0: No, I think oh, somebody had wrote somebody had wrote something nice, and then like I erased the last word, and it said something offensive. But I don't remember what all that was. You know how it I just went and peed and walked out. I washed my hands, yes. but yeah.
1: God,
2: you're boring. Honestly. It is
0: COVID time. I ain't
1: mean, COVID time. You don't fuck around washing your hands.
2: Yeah. Twenty seconds. Happy birthday. In and out. Yeah.
1: Well, I usually sing the Pokemon song. I think that. Pokemon yeah.
0: gotta catch get you, home
1: with you and me. But anyway, back to the beer.
0: Uh, I know it's and haven't even talked about
1: the beer
2: yet.
1: Yeah, I'm about to say we haven't actually talked about the beer. Uh, yeah, we it's because we can't remember
0: what we
2: drank. Know, right? we had a hard,
1: hard time <laughs> recollecting what we drank, but we. It's did. been a while. It we went yeah. like a month ago. Honestly, yeah, it's
2: been a while.
0: But we, <laughs> God damn it, we had a
1: good. I think we
2: pretty much had everything there because we had five people. There. the most part. Like they had a bunch of. So. IPAs and then they had a bunch of like sours, sours I remember like, well the I there's two options the sours just, are just different fruit in the sour well
0: there's two things I want to call out so they did have some heart seltzers and those were surprisingly good I think they had one called the amateur hour painkiller and they had one that was just called brewer's tears and both of those I thought were pretty good um, I don't
1: think I had them on their own we did have the frozen Not. version of the painkiller nothing was
2: I still yeah. don't think that that was a...
0: I'm pretty sure that was the thing.
2: I don't think it's called Amateur Hour, but I'm pretty sure it was a panko. If course. that's a seltzer, then then that's not right. Oh, no. A hard, a hard seltzer smoothie? Yeah, man. Damn. All right, maybe it was it. I'm it was pretty, good.
1: It was good. It was My very refreshing. It,
2: especially frozen, like completely frozen, and um, the mango was not good. I don't like hard seltzers that much. I only like the Funky Buddha ones. Um, but... Not that great. It tastes like every other hard seltzer, if you ask me. Uh the painkiller is actually really good. It it's a it, like so it's a riff on the actual cocktail painkiller, which is like a tiki drink. Uh so coconut, uh pineapple. rum, I'm pretty sure pineapple. Yeah. I don't know what all goes into it, but uh Kristen's dad makes it pretty I much for every single get together. So he just makes a yeah. of
0: it. It's some kind of tiki drink,
2: yeah. Then so we had, what, King of the Beach? We definitely had King of the Beach. Interesting, but it uh, was a graham cracker.
0: I felt like they were trying too hard. Like, they mixed in, like, a bunch of
1: stuff. Oh, it
2: tasted like drinking sunscreen, which I love.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Are we being facetious?
0: No, I absolutely oh, love that flavor. I think
1: that was the one that I did not enjoy too much. I don't think it was, like, you know, atrocious, but I don't think I – I felt it. like
0: the graham cracker was what threw me off on that one because it was, like, it was lime, vanilla, and sea salt. And I was, like – I loved it. And I was, like, yeah. that's not bad. But then the graham cracker just makes this whole thing not mix well. It's like
2: a key lime pie but also sunscreen. It was awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think everybody agrees on your ta- on what your definition of awesome is. Um well, yes. that's fine. Aaron,
2: I mean, everybody, everybody's different. Everybody poops, though, so – yeah, and it was too hot to do <laughs> Everybody, apparently for Logan, he wants to. Um, we had everybody. Pooped. One of the
1: IPAs. Yeah, the uh, um, no one asked you, Matt.
2: Oh yeah, no one asked your yeah, opinion, the, Matt. The fuck was, you, Matt? So Matt's like, I guess I looked into this. Matt's like the head brewer, and then they let the other team name a, and make a beer. So the head brewer doesn't like citra hops for whatever fucking reason. Everyone uses that these days, and then. So, he doesn't use it in a lot of his beers. So, when they made theirs, they said, you know, go fuck off. We're going to make it only citrus," which is what it was. And it turned out pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, It was pretty standard, hazy IPA uh, style. It didn't have some weird off flavor that you get in some people who try to recreate the the flavor of the original uh, New England style uh, IPA. Um, So, it it tasted pretty good.
0: I'll be honest. I remember that. I remember the name of the drink more so than I remember the flavor. I just remember,
2: like, like I said, it's, it's, average. I think it's pretty standard. right? It's, I mean? it's not knocking my socks yeah. off, but it wasn't bad. I'd are we give it saying like a seven on a on scale of hazy IPAs? It's a seven. Are we not saying? Beer, but are, hazy
0: are we saying Matt was right on this one?
2: No.
1: Okay.
0: Matt can cool. go
2: fuck himself. All
0: right. There you Gosh. go.
2: Well, I appreciate that.
1: Like, I mean, it didn't seem like they were trying to like in on the whole IPA thing Because it's easy For everyone just to kind of be like Hey we put an IPA out I mean they put a good IPA out But it's not like They they put effort in other stuff too It's not like We're just going to focus on IPAs And then it sucks Which yeah. I don't think it did I think it was good It's just you know Like you said It wasn't blowing my socks off Yeah they off.
2: had a lot more sours Than I thought Yeah there I think I
1: remember they had more sours And they had more like um,
2: Sours and seltzers like Fruit stuff right And fruit then a lot stuff. of this stuff Was only in like Bottle or can
0: It might be because It was the st- Dead middle of the summer, I think that probably played a factor. Because they only had two stouts. They had the works, which I think both of y'all enjoyed. What was it again?
2: Oh yeah, it was super sweet. It was like, you didn't like
0: everything it. sweet.
2: Uh, uh, yeah,
1: it was too sweet. That's right. Yeah. It was
2: very sweet, but I thought it was okay. And then I, I think, think
1: flavor wise is okay, but I just it, it was hot. I did not want something super sweet. I mean I could knock- I don't think all Imperial stouts are supposed to be super sweet,
2: but it was. So looking at the picture on the can here, it looks like they were trying to Make a play on the office episode where they have pretzel, pretzel day, day, where they literally just put fucking everything on the pretzel. So that's probably it. It makes sense for what they called it. Um, but yeah, it was a little sweet for my taste as well. Uh, even for an imperial stout with extra flavoring in it, it was still a little sweet. Yeah. That's sweet.
0: I also like the 9 a.m. in the afternoon, which I think. Oh, was, I had that one. That yeah, one was good. Yeah, this is pretty good. It's like, um, it's
2: and a double had, IPA. Yeah, nine a.m. in the afternoon. I had that one, and then I had Death the Smoothie while wow, I was there as well.
0: Dad, I put in my the ass.
2: Uh, Deep it's a sour. With it's a sour, it, like blackberry.
0: Death, Death the Smoothie. It's I think ba- I, oh, it's the I think movie. I, had that one.
2: I think I did have that
0: one. They also had yeah. Sippy Cup and uh, other things. I was say
1: what all sours do they have. Do I, love, know, I love I love their tagline
0: come. for lager: lager, beer flavored beer. All right,
1: what, what else sours do they have? remember? Because you said Death to Smoochie. Know. No one remembers all that. Well, I know that all their sours were good. Because so, I had like three sours. Running like,
0: with, running with Scissors was a sour. Didn't have um You said you had all the sours. I'm
2: saying, it wasn't they. I'm
0: suburban, saying suburban Legend. No. Okay, I cool. I actually had none of those sounds Death to Smoochie. Death to Smoochie, I believe we had. And I did it. I on.
1: had
2: it. I got a can of it. It was um, only in the can. Yeah. Which was, it was still good. I consumed it. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. I don't know, but all around, I wouldn't say that uh, this is the best place to go in Durham, though, like in terms of flavor for what I tried. Like, I always say that— What would you say would be the best place in Durham for your, your experience? Full Steam. It's either Full Steam or Pony And I wanted to remember that Kevin was shitting on Full Steam before it went. I still shit on Full Steam sometimes, depending on my tap list. I went back after that initial one, and their tap list had changed to Traumatic. a bunch of other random shit, and I tried a bunch of them, and I was severely let down with a lot of them. So,
1: but I appreciate and, that more than just like having the same ones all year round.
2: Yeah, but Pony Saurus has some decent standbys, and they're always really good. And they have a big outdoor area. And then Highwires there now too, and their place is dope. And they probably have like twenty taps. Oh, that's
1: right. We went to their sour
2: tasting once, right?
0: Yeah, I went back last
2: weekend. Nice. Uh, so, and I don't know anywhere else in Durham other than like some sour place, wow. Barrel Culture, which is pretty good. But they're all like most of them are all sours. So
0: I I'm would go. Home. I would go back to this place kind of for the atmosphere. Although I will say, compared to like, it's not in the heart of downtown Durham. It's no, a little it's, out of the way. Yeah, it's,
2: it's a cool place. I would go back, and I live close enough to where I'm like, hey, you want to meet me up at Dirty Bull? I would say yes. Yeah. I, like it's me. not bad beer. It's like a six or seven out of ten for all of their beers. It, like it's not knocking my socks off, but. I didn't have anything that I didn't like while I was yeah, there.
1: Yeah, I would go there and know that I could get a good beer that I would enjoy. Yeah. Well, and you so, could kill some time. You could play yeah, some video right,
2: yeah. games. You could shoot the shit with well, your friends. You got plenty of outdoor yeah. space. So I definitely, like you said,
1: a place where, like, if someone said, hey, you want to grab a beer after work, yeah, say, yeah, let's go to Dirty Bull. Yeah. I fucking go. Absolutely. Well,
0: well, and we might be wrong because when we went there, it was super, un, um, you know, not very crowded at all. But I, I also really appreciated the way the staff handled things and they seemed to be very talkative and kind of relaxed and. I just liked the whole vibe of the place, you know. I was vibing. Yeah, it was pretty good.
2: Pretty chill, positive vibes only.
0: It was a it was a solid place, you know. It was solid bros, solid.
2: I I enjoyed it. I tried to find find some beers for at the store before this podcast, but I didn't.
0: Yeah, I mean, I had a good pull the chill ratio. You know how it goes. I'm not
1: sure what that ratio is, but in general, yes, I did have a good time. I would go back. the place. That's the I'm just, view. I think in the fall, it would be cool if they have a larger outside area than inside. Because yeah. the inside is limited. That's the one thing I don't necessarily like because if this place gets packed, I'm not going to have fun in there. It's small. It'll probably get loud. Yeah. And during the summer, at least. But in the fall, if I can go outside and chill, I feel
2: like it'd be cool. And then reverse again in the winter when nobody goes outside again. Correct. Because it's too cold. Yeah. Unless oh, yeah. they have space heaters. They could do that. Um, yeah, I, I I'd, I'd, I'd give it one Kevin... Kevin Michelin star, the one. If, if you're in star. the area, it's worth going to go get. For sure, I definitely do. I mean, I, I've only been really
1: between that Full Steam and whatever else is in that area. That like, like really ritzy like, area where Full Steam's at Durham,
2: like Motorco. Yeah, like all that stuff. Oh, they've been gentrifying that. So. Yeah,
1: all that, that's the word. The gentrified area, of Durham. Um, I would. I think I'd go between good Full part. Steam and that one. I'd go to those two. Those are they're good.
2: I like them. Can you say between Full Steam and that you would go to those two. Did I just hear that correctly? Well,
1: I guess like and everything else that's there. Like, oh, no, okay. It's no, okay. That's what right. I meant I th- to I say. I may have said that. And I thought we were, it we're talking sense. About
2: you're right. Thank you for checking. Two different breweries. I almost wrecked myself. I you know what? Most of the Durham breweries are pretty good. I, I haven't mean, had a bad one yet, but I also haven't been to many. Well,
0: there's just not a whole ton of them, as far as I tell. It's coming though. It's coming. They're want, they're starting to pop up. Yeah,
2: if you
1: want Durham to get gentrified quickly. Put in breweries and axe throwing places. Well, they right? already
2: got the axe throwing place.
0: Put in
1: another one down the
0: block. I, I would say I am, I am fascinated. Shops, yes. I'm fascinated that y'all love Durham, but you draw the
2: line at yeah, I never hill.
1: said I love Durham. Well, no, fuck a, Chapel Hill. You know, no, no. Chapel no, Hill no. can really go down
2: a hill. They're so fucking snooty there. There's you, nothing
1: special. I don't about know that how place. long.
2: The stick of everyone's ass in Chapel Hill is, but it's pretty fucking. It long. gets longer with every basketball championship y'all have they win. Been to breweries? And then they say that, that makes it the best place. I've in been the to Tapo.
0: Yeah, I know. I was right around the corner from the hospital. You when my dad went, died. Y'all also? Of course, you went, we went there. Y'all also went to that brewery. Who uh, lost
2: my dad? Let's circle back to that.
0: <laughs> y'all lost. Damn it! Y'all also went to that brewery before the
2: Cat's Cradle concert. Uh, cat uh, he, or, Vicino? Yeah, it's pretty all right.
0: Yeah, yes. and then
1: the Cat's Cradle is not in Chapel Hill. That's Tarboro, and that's the only good oh, thing in that area. all. Tarboro, isn't it? Yes, Carboro, Excuse oh, me. Oh my
0: god. Excuse me.
1: It's in Tarboro, and that's the only good thing in that area. Like what? It's it like is one. It's like Cat's one. Bl- Cradle
0: great. It's like one block away. Okay. But anyway,
1: But speaking <laughs> of music, I guess we can transition into music now. It's been a while. That was a
2: terrible transition. Nobody knows what Cat's Cradle is.
0: Oh, it's a venue. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's, it's a legendary venue. And the cat's in the cradle with the silver spoon. That's what they're for. <laughs> All right.
1: But yes, it's a, it's a venue in Tarboro, North Carolina. Jesus Christ!
0: Tarboro, North Carolina. Speaking, speaking of outdated up? music. Hey, let's talk about Weezer.
2: <laughs> Whoa! Going Whoa! Past. That's too accurate. <laughs> Weezer is still number one.
0: So uh, we picked three albums. Uh, Kevin picked Weezer Van Weezer, which is just the most creative album title I've ever heard. Of. I, I kind of like it though.
1: <laughs> well, the, so the story behind it's interesting because like this was supposed to come out a year before it
0: did. Okay. Oh uh, gee, COVID was it COVID. Tell me it was COVID.
2: They didn't have enough time alone to record during COVID. COVID really set them back a lot.
1: God damn. He got busy putting out that nice little Imagine song that every artist did.
0: Imagine there's that? Like, were, like,
1: no tacos. You no, know, like all these, all these like artists and slash uh, actors, celebrities, like, celebrities started singing like "Imagine" and like the stupid round bullshit. Like, like, the, like COVID.
2: Imagine COVID. all the people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gross. Yes. Imagine all. They did that? All...
1: They did not. I'm joking.
2: Oh, thank God. Yeah, no, no, they're better. Than all right, was... they just
1: did a cover of Africa. Damn
2: right. Pink that was album, actually baby. that was actually pretty. Um, adorable. They did a
1: cover of
0: a lot of things. <laughs> this
1: whole album is a
0: cover no it's not it pretty much is that, that other album was a whole album of '80s. this this album is a cover of 80s music where they just stole 80s music see it's oh, a cover great. if you sing the exact same song it's stealing if it's, you uh, steal, play the song no they it's did give tribute.
2: credit they give it
0: it's tributes. tribute
1: okay but yes man weezer so what made you pick this album
0: before we played the intro yeah tell us what made you pick this album. you just like weezer I do like Weezer.
2: I, 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 think Weezer. I think they're good. And then someone mentioned, "Oh, you could pick Van Weezer." Like, a, like sorry, sorry <laughs> I, a wonder I wonder, wonder who that was. It was I, not me. And I was like, "You know what? Actually, I will pick We're Van Weezer. Pick that one sounds one. good." Yeah, I, I do like Weezer. I
1: think, like, Weezer's kind of like the Eagles of our generation. Oh, well,
2: I just do. It. I just them. dartboard through like my previous album before I <coughs> it to Van Weezer. Like, one, like eight years ago when I really picked these albums. Uh, I was certain. just like, oh, yo, just do this one. And it's like, oh. cool. and someone's like, what about Van Weezer? I'm like, you know what? I yeah. will do that. Yeah,
0: we we'll do
1: I'm letting my memes be my dreams. All <laughs> All right. Don't let
0: your dreams be dreams. Nah, man. But uh, here, here's the song. Here's a selection from the song "Hero" off of Weezer, Van Weezer. We even got we even got to the part of the song where they couldn't rhyme properly. <laughs> so, what was the
2: what was the proper rhyme? The, the first sentence?
0: Yeah, the first sentence. Where
2: it was like He he rhymed it with the like the next set. Uh, oh okay. okay, that's fine. Yeah, it okay. was just a different rhyming scheme. Honestly, I don't listen
1: to right Weezer it. for lyrics because your lyrics are hit hit or miss for me half the time. Um and yeah, with this album, like I because it was called Van Wezer, and I I have heard about this album. Like they were like, we're doing kind of like a tribute thing, and then Van, H- uh, sorry, Eddie Van Halen had just died like a couple months before this album came out. So I came into this like, this is going to be kind of like a riff slash rock centered album, which, you know, how's Sammy Hager? I think he's got a restaurant. I've watched D Triple D. He's got a restaurant. Oh, he he got exact-
2: tequila He's got a tequila. He's That's-
1: got his tequila. He's two tequilas. She's got two now?
2: Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. All
1: right. But anyway. But yeah, so Van Weezer. What did you think, Kevin? This is your album. I,
2: I mean, I liked it. I like Weezer. It's, it sounds like... It sounds like Weezer.
0: How many Kevin Mitchell and stars would you give this album?
2: Oh, I mean, it wasn't like a banger like the offspring like last time, but I'd give it... I'd have to give it one. I wouldn't quite give it two. And I, you don't get a half a Michelin star ever. So I. would so be definitely, like
0: one star.
2: It's, so, all right. So still when you're getting the stars, it's you're still You're saying, good, like, we right? still got a star. Yeah. yeah, it's still worth the list. It's worth the list. Um, but it didn't quite make it to, like, actively try to go find it. Like, Hero I've heard a couple times on the radio. So it's still, really? yeah. It's Never. still me. Apparently just me. Yeah. Um, so you guys gotta listen to 95X Alternative Rock. Oh yeah. Um and so I like that. Uh I listen you know, the album sounds like Weezer. Um they did have some riffs that were just blatantly the same as something else. So Blue Dream uh was Crazy Train. Uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. It's like it's the exact it was definitely death- but I feel like they did that on purpose. Yeah, no, it's right. So yeah, it's, it's 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 not like
1: they stole it and didn't say, "Hey, this is not Crazy Train." No, they said
2: we're taking yeah, Crazy we're Train gonna, and yeah. we're making our own
1: song from it.
2: Yeah, pretty much. And then one more hit was the lyrics were a little weird in that one. Weird and cringy. They were cringy, yeah, mostly because it sounds like he wants to have sex with somebody. Pump it up, daddy. Into pump, me. Pump, pump it up, it, daddy. No, no, pump into it into, it into me, me, daddy. Daddy, please.
0: Um, Can't have one Pump
2: more. me up, pump me up. Yeah, that one was a little weird, but the rest of it, I, I liked. Um, it wasn't yeah like the the greatest album I've ever listened to, but you know it was. If you like Weezer, you're gonna like this album. I I, I think you're it's, gonna enjoy it. It's yeah. yeah, so it's a lot more, I guess, '80s rock focused. Yes. Than some of their other stuff, but it yeah. still has the Weezer feel to it. In terms of, you know, what it sounds like. It sounds like Weezer, but all the, uh, you know, subjects, subject matter of all the stuff. You can kind of get like a 80s Van Halen-ish feel of what they were going for and what they were talking about.
0: Definitely playing a lot of tribute to 80s. So,
2: I mean, I I get that. I mean, it's called Van Weezer. I don't really think this is their second album in a row that they've done something weird. Like the previous album was the cover album and now they've done Van Weezer. So I don't know if they're just, like, fucking around because they have as much money as they want. Or... it's a distinct possibility. Yep, To put just... it in
1: perspective, uh, Rivers Cuomo is 50, so...
2: No, oh, he's still in his prime. He's in his middle-aged crisis. Prime. He is primed up and ready to roll. So I just don't know what direction they're going with either, but that's not what this podcast is about. It's about the music. And, you know, I like the album. So. Yeah, that's fair.
1: And I think you hit on good points that this is a... This is, you get Weezer. At the end of the day, you get a lot of Weezer that you would get on the earlier albums, even like my, I mean, I think most people's favorite album when it comes to Weezer is the Blue album because it's one of their first major ones and mm. it's my favorite. And I can still, like some of these songs that remind me of it, um, it's just, yeah, they essentially focus their playing style and their influence on 80s. And I actually looked up the background on this and they put out two albums within the last year and a half. One was actually some weird, like, inst- not instrumental, but, like, orchestral type of album that was acoustic.
2: Gross. And this is the opposite. Yeah. Okay. So Good. I actually Good.
1: appreciate this more because of that. Because they did different things. They did something, uh, you know, just different. Because this is, like, their 15th album. God knows how
2: many albums they're going. Oh, lose. yeah. So they, they've they just... So the answer in my previous question is they've just made it and they're fucking around.
0: Yeah. They're just... They're having what? fun. They're like... I, I, yeah. I think they got to a point. It's... Weezer's always been like Kind of a garage band feel Kind of style So I think they've just got to a point Where they're like You know If we can just play music And still enjoy it That's what we're gonna do Yeah It's like they're doing it for
1: fun To put out stuff that Maybe some other audience will enjoy Some of them we're not And they don't care They're just like This is what we like to do We feel like we want to do something Orchestral Yeah We want to do something Heavy metal It's
0: like Moby Yeah
1: No Fuck Moby (laughs) Like
0: Moby Fuck movie. All right, but yeah.
1: So when I learned that, I appreciated this album a little bit more because when I first listened to it, I thought this was cheesy and campy as fuck. Like I was like, this is just lame. Like I love the Blue Album. Like it, like it's it's got a good heaviness to it. And Weezer's always been good about their influence of being heavy because the Blue Album. And then this, you listen to this, and they obviously are like, yeah, we love the '80s. Yeah, we can tell. Like everything is just like a harp on, you know. Motley Crue, uh, Crazy Train, uh, Queen. Um, I got like something else, like Blue Oyster Cult. I think was like something they referenced at some point. Like all those things I heard. Um, so I understand that they're from that era where they grew up and they were influenced by that. So I appreciate that they can put out this album and you know they can put those influences in in certain songs and not not
2: like copy straight. they have a Daniel Radcliffe of music, where he made all his money during. Uh, Harry Potter, and now he just fucks around with whatever script he wants. Well,
1: and we have yeah. possibly true, but I, at the same time, I feel like some people can misconstrue that idea and think that they sold out. I don't think that's the same as selling out, honestly. I they're, think they're that's, just
2: taking whatever they want to do creatively, yeah. You know, I feel right? like going I can, with it. I can, Cause I they just, don't care if it yeah, ruins them I feel like they don't this care. would be
0: the opposite of selling out, if anything, right? I think yeah. it's a
1: little bit more, more, uh, what's it called, authentic to themselves, like hey, this is. This is where we came from. This is what we like, and we're going to make an album that's a
0: tribute to that. And I like yeah. it. I will say, it is just a tribute. As far as the music goes, I really like bass lines. Uh, bass lines are good. Lyrics are kind of, yeah, but it's Weezer, so I'm not totally shocked by that. <laughs> like sometimes they hit, sometimes they miss by like a mile. Um but yeah I mean otherwise it's pretty standard it does feel like a 80s band the way they're playing I think the guitarist the problem is the guitarist doesn't really have the edge uh pun because there's a guy named The Edge but anyway yeah no I think uh he does, he, he doesn't Infinity. feel as sharp yeah he's, you too
2: guitarist. Oh, yeah gross. Nobody wants him. Yeah,
0: I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't
2: want him. Who wants anymore.
0: that? But anyway, there's no it doesn't feel like he's playing very sharp or aggressive the guitar specifically. Um it feels like they kind of hit an intonation, they just kind of stick with it. But other than that, I mean I the music's fine, it's good. It's just kind of like if you've ever heard Weezer before, this is very Weezer-ish and they, they just kind of give it a different tone. And I guess as Kevin pointed out, they're playing tribute to a lot of the '80s bands that probably inspired them to get into the business in the first place. So I think it's overall it's a good album. I just am not like don't. It's not gonna rock your world. It's probably not gonna get you into like Weezer if this is your oh, first Weezer album. You probably need to go back. How I many
2: Logan Stars does it get? Does it get a Logan Star?
0: So Logan Stars go out of like ten though. So that's kind of like a different.
2: So Logan that's a do? different thing how much Logan stars can this get no, I, I
0: would know. probably give this about 7 Logan stars I'm okay. saying
2: that's pretty good
0: I think this is like I'll better than what I will take thought. it. no 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 I'm not gonna give it like I was verging on giving it like 6 but I do actually like the style of music itself so I kind of gave it an extra bump and uh, like Kevin said I'm not gonna give something half a star that'd be <laughs>
2: bullshit well mine goes off a scale of 3 yeah yeah that's harder
0: Well, I'm not doing, like, fucking, what's it, Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert, where, like, I'm going to give it four and a half stars. Aren't
2: they thumbs up and thumbs down?
0: No, when they were on the show, it's thumbs up and thumbs down, but then Roger Ebert gives it the four stars, but he gives it, like, half a star, so it's really out of eight. So, anyway. anyway, Well, I
1: would give it a six, because I think that the last half of the album is, it really decays badly. Like, um, I think... Kind of ironically, beginning, or oddly enough, beginning of the end, which is a, a song of mine that I do like, um, after that, it gets bad. Because Blue Blue Dream is terrible because that's the one that literally just rips uh, Crazy Train, the they crazy train break.
0: I know. I don't, I, but, but I, still think, I still think it's a bad song. I also want to point out, Kevin, you're saying that? Do we know that they did that on purpose? Yes, so they did.
2: If they didn't, there would be a lawsuit.
0: I don't know.
1: Yes. No, they did. And I don't think there's
0: anything wrong I with ever that. They sued the Beastie Boys and they ripped off like thousands of songs. Yeah, Hip-Hop's
1: a kind Ain't of, gray with, like, area four of now. Yeah, But I think that it even if they did rip it, rip it off, I don't think it was done well. I think Blue Dream was not a good song. And after that, I don't think it got better cuz one more hit, I think the the lyrics were Pump terrible.
2: Be daddy.
1: <laughs> Sheila yeah. can do it. I didn't do anything <laughs> for <laughs> that was pretty good. It was boring precious she, metal girl she needs me and precious metal girl were all flat as fuck nothing dude they gave me nothing
0: precious metal girl was a little eh yeah my mm-hmm.
1: precious Metal girl was top tier but bro. the first half of that album was great everything on before uh blue dream was great like i think those are the songs that gave me feelings of older songs like queen me of metallica this? of um just like 80s. And I think that's what they were going for they're like hey these are the songs that influence us or these are the bands that influence us this is what makes us want to write music and as someone who plays music when i hear the first half of this album i get happy because i think of those songs that they're thinking about
2: this guy with his feelings. yeah i'm into my feelings
0: i do worry that they are not the right style to be playing tribute to some of the bands that they're telling you
2: they just don't give a fuck anymore yeah
0: i mean there's a distinct possibility
1: well, like, like I said, they've always been sort you of covered, heavy.
2: They covered no scrubs. That's true. I, I, that, was so a I mean, great, that was a great cover, though. Let's I, I be mean, real. it was, but I, I... mean, let's let's be real. They, they covered no scrubs. So I what?
0: Mean, what is a scrub, Kevin?
2: Uh, a scrub is a guy who thinks he's fly. <laughs> it's
0: also known as a buster?
1: Have you ever ridden in the passenger seat of a car <laughs> and tried to hit a <laughs> women?
0: All right, all right. I think but
1: overall, I, I mean, yeah, it was it was enjoyable for the first half. Um, we
0: spent twenty minutes talking about Weezer. I,
1: I, I, we talk, I, I, no, we're talking about Weezer. They, they deserve it. I thought, I thought it was. I mean, I like Weezer. I do. And who doesn't like Weezer? That's what I'm saying.
2: They're like the Eagles of our generation of the alternative. Well,
0: it's,
1: it's
2: also. I don't know if I would go the Eagles of our generation. Why not? No. Everyone loves the Eagles.
0: No, 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 no. They're they're like the nerd. They're, the Eagles are not nerdy enough to compare to Weezer. The reason, I'm not
1: saying that. I'm saying of our generation. Our generation is completely different than the rock early classic rock generation.
0: This is this is a totally different conversation. Point is, the Weezer album was pretty good. It wasn't like Rock Your Socks Off good, but it, it was, was pretty, pretty okay. It was pretty
2: good. Yeah. If, it, if it shows up on your radio or Spotify, just listen to it. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have a good or time. Form your own opinion.
1: And also, Sheila... Can do it? The chorus is great. God damn it. <laughs> My heart is getting on. Like, I like the chorus. It you played bouncing. You were the one who was dissing this that, album. That like, one was
2: can't... actually not that great.
1: No, the chorus no. is fine. The, the verses were terrible.
2: I so. would rather listen to one more hit. I hate this song. It's so bad. I think it's just hilarious at this it point. Is because very funny. the lyrics are just so Pump me, fucking. daddy. That is,
0: that's got to be a meme. Pump it into me. Pump it into Please, me. Please, daddy. Please,
2: daddy. Please, daddy.
1: And then the chorus is terrible. Can I have one more hit? I promise you're I
2: not quit. Supposed, you're not supposed to cut Cold Turkey. It's so bad, dude. It's such a bad talk. God, damn. He was
0: hoping that would be a hit, and it would be his last
1: hit. I'm telling you, the last half of that album was terrible. Not Sweet. Terrible, it just wasn't good.
0: I'd like to talk about Rise Against Now. Can we do that? <laughs> I guess. If we have to. For the God, 20th year, the year I don't then, know, man. Damn, dude. Really? Hating on Rise Against against Weezer.
1: I mean, in my personal opinion, I think we're going up as we review each album. Yeah, yeah, yes, okay. I I just I say
0: we're going backwards. Really, it's a it's an audio medium, Kevin. They're not going to be able to see you. All right.
2: They they know I gave the Weezer emblem.
0: Sure, sure, they did. All right.
1: Yeah. So our our next album, uh, Logan, what what this was yours? What'd you pick?
0: I picked Rise Against the Nowhere Generation. The
1: Nowhere Generation.
0: Yeah, and uh, here's a sample of the song off that album, "Middle of a Dream."
1: This is song.
0: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I cut it off right as they start doing the, oh, baby. Anyway, the Rise classic Against, rise against uh, Yeah, the Rise Against, oh. The pre-chorus, baby. It's oh. so you know it hits. Yeah. I think that's probably why I like them so much, is it reminds me of Dragon Ball Z. Oh, but anyway. Except that it's like eight episodes long of that stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes it feels like that when you're listening to Rise Against. It's like only actually two minutes long, but it feels like forever. For the first time in forever. But anyway. So uh, Rise Against Nowhere Generation, this is uh, their new album. I actually don't know where this stands on their discography, like when the last time they put out an album was. Uh, uh, 2017, so it's been four years. Okay, so not that long. Just
2: but laughing it out. There.
0: I'll, I'll just be honest. I don't know if the rest of you feel this way, but it basically sounded just like Rise Against in the past, and I think that's kind of the thing that surprised me the most. Surprised me the most. Um, it's a, they, the fact that like rise against, despite like constantly growing older and older, like they seem to maintain this youthful and kind of enraged energy to be like, yeah, fuck the man. I'm like, man, I got old. I, I can't fuck the man anymore. I can't fight the system. I'm just tired. <laughs> like, well, I guess that also kind of
1: makes a comment on society itself. Like nothing's really changed. For 20 years because they've been around for 20 years, and you're right, they haven't really changed their tune, yeah. And that's because they don't need to because there's the problems are still the same, yeah. The problems the the
0: have not shifted all that
2: much, just right. problems are always gonna stay the same. I mean, I'm not
1: saying that they will change, I'm just saying the reality is, even with those songs, even with the change in you know politics, even with the change in society, it's always gonna be the same, you're right. So, I guess... They're always
0: going to have punk music. And they're always going to have something to talk about. So, I guess getting back to, like... I guess the reason I picked this album was when I originally got into music, Rise Against was one of the big albums I listened to. Uh, I was a very angry kid who didn't know what what I was getting my anger out
2: against. Angst.
0: Yeah, I know, man. Seriously. As a teenager,
2: what... What are you to do? You didn't go straight into new Metal with System of a Down? (laughs) No, I did not. I was (laughs) spoon-fed System of a Down as a child. (laughs) No.
0: But, yeah, I mean, they were were a very aggressive band with a lot of high-energy stuff that kind of got you into it. And you might not have fully appreciated what they were singing about, but they were always very much like, the man is keeping you down, you got to get up against him, which is... You know, really, that's all their lyrics come out to. They, Little they, did they
2: know that I was going to just join the man. <laughs> yeah, no, back in the day.
0: Well, I mean, the FDA, the uh, the gov- the government pays too well. What can I say? Um, you yeah, work that, for the government. The, F- the FDA works for the government.
2: You also don't work for the FDA.
0: Oh, I have to make the well, FDA. You I have, you to, have suck-
2: to be FDA compliant.
0: I have to suck the FDA's dick. Um, anyway. I'm just saying I getting paid
2: enough I'm gonna break it to you then
0: (laughs) Uh, I mean I work at FK guys, you know how it works Anyway, um, but yeah,
1: you're right Like that's why I got into them too because they were so high energy They, I mean they're rooted in punk At the end of the day, that's what they play It is high energy, really drum and bass driven Um, and I personally have always liked the lead singer's Uh, like voice and melodies Like he, he sings well They can draw. They can write a bridge like no other band. Like anytime they hit a bridge and like they're singing, like like it's the different part of the the song. Like it always makes me want to sing it with you know with it if I was in a live concert or it gets me a little bit more pumped up. So well, and I would do that well.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the other part I've always liked about them is he really is singing. Although he does have that kind of like Rage Against the Machine where. He's really angry and he's yelling, but it right. does come along as singing. Whereas, yeah, much this. better singing than uh, yeah,
2: Zach. Yeah, Zach exactly. But, yeah, Rage Against the Machine, they're, don't <laughs> get me started on that horse shit again. We have different stances.
0: But anyway, point, point being, that was this why... This is I, actual music. That was why I picked this album. The actual
2: singing, I will take. Music. Oh, you come on. You like, word. you like
1: this album. I Shut said out. singing. I said He said this is actual music. I think that... Rage Against the Machine is music, but Zach does not sing. I, not think, I think
2: I think that's just Rage Against the Machine is just spoken word with some heavy metal in the background. That's rap. That's 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 it rap. That's is, hip. yeah. It's that's fun. fine. Um, but that's yeah, poetry then. I guess. I guess. So, yeah, give me some bongos in the background. What's up?
0: Fuck you! I won't do what you tell me, <laughs> dude. What's up, dude? You dude, know dude that banger, right you know there. That coffee shop is going. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude! Oh, god! All right. Anyway, but I really yeah. So that was why I picked this album because, and I really wasn't expecting what I got, which is exactly what I got into. What god? When did I start listening? Like, 2000? fifteen years ago. Yeah, about feels say, like we were teenagers. I
2: think
1: we got into like the same album, which was the, the like Prayer of the Refugee era. Yeah, you know, Prayer right? of the Refugee yeah, was the album. Like the I think that's when. No, they hit it
0: big with like um, their, the album before that. No, the album after that, which was where they got the guitar. Uh, Savior, Hero 3? Oh, yeah. yeah, Savior. Oh. Savior was where they hit it big with the popular, but they were on well, Guitar Hero with, three with Prayer of the G- G- I still
1: think Racky. that they hit it big for a punk band before that. But yeah. yes, they hit it like commercial big with that album and the next one, which was the one with Savior. Correct.
0: Right, and I mean. I'm just surprised they can maintain that kind of energy. I thought this was a good album, but I struggle to find highlights because of exactly what I said. It's the, pretty much, you signed up. This isn't like Weezer Van Weezer. Again, I'm not knocking them, but like Weezer actually sounds different. They're trying different things. Rise Against is just like, this works. We're going to do the exact same thing a hundred times. You know, it's like we're hitting... We're hitting 300. Why change anything? Let's just keep doing it, you
1: know? That's fair. I mean, you're right. They, yeah. they haven't changed in 20 years when it comes to their style. Um, and really, their content is still the same. They're always talking about yeah. the system, like you're saying. Um, obviously, a couple different things that span because I know the lead singer is like an animal activist. So every now and then he throws something like that. But, um, I mean, it is content that I like because like, I I like Rage Against the Machine content and they're, they're closely related because I know that the lead singer does like kind of, um, uh, what's it called? He, he gains influence from rage and from Tom Morello, who is the guitarist. So I do like that aspect of it and I think they do it well. I think, like you said, for the fact that 20 years later, they're still going strong with, you know, this content and it doesn't necessarily get old. Because, like, I'll listen to it and I'll still enjoy it. Like, sometimes, like, I think with punk, maybe, like, Green Day is an example where, like, there's stuff talking about adolescence or Blink-182. Like, when you talk about, like, your adolescence and you're 40 years old, like, I can't relate to that yeah. anymore.
0: Well, and I mean, a yes, lot of there's... you have been there. I, I was there, but, like,
1: I can't relate to that like you I can't
0: You can't feel the angst that you want Yeah, to I, I don't have that
2: angst anymore. Let the angst build inside yeah, you. but then you're, you're
0: relying crazy. on nostalgia,
2: and I don't. But I mean,
0: uh, I mean, I guess my key thing is just that, like, this is their lyrics are still great. Their drummer somehow is just still kicking ass. Uh, eh, I mean, the rest of the band is still pretty sharp, but I don't think they did anything amazing. I I like the band overall. Kevin, you're the only one who really hasn't given an opinion.
2: We should let you talk. I mean, I just kind of agree with what's been said. It it sounds like. Uh, Rise Against. I mean, it was pretty straightforward. Um, That's. I mean, that's really what it was. Like they're trying to make it still edgy, and it still is edgy, I guess, from a political standpoint in terms of like the angst that you could get into. I did. uh... Like, like the big one that's out on the radio is Nowhere Generation, right? Yeah. Uh, so they're talking about fighting back and all this other stuff. So everything. Anytime there's a political strife, which in this country it seems like there always is, so so they're they're always going to be, you know, ready to roll. So it's, uh, I like. All right, so the the Kevin, I did listen to these uh, individually and like actually tried to pay attention to them, but the Kevin in the background uh, review of this is that it has really great energy. I would love to listen to this like during a workout or something because you're mm. going to get that extra. Yeah, you're going to be running. You're going to be getting that extra bit of energy. Um, and I think, you know, I I didn't delve too deeply into the lyrics of this. I listened to them, right? Um, but I didn't like really try to understand the lyrics, I guess, because that would take way too much. I, also, I listened yeah. to this like last week.
0: Well, I mean, the lyrics were not Super deep. I will say the one that he had in the first song, which I think was the numbers of the riding the horse about riding, getting uh, ridden yeah, like getting a horse ridden. until you get broken. I kind of like that they did that though. Cause like, like they
1: played it out through the entire song, right? It was yeah. like, the chorus was like, Hey, yeah. we're, we're pulling the plow. And then the bridge, which again, their bridges are always great. It talks about like putting on like all the equipment for a horse. Like, is it tight enough? Or are they pulling on you enough? Or are you going to keep letting them ride you like, it, it, it did sound weird at first, but as I listened to it more, I, I was like, this song is really good. Right. No, I think it just
0: it just really makes me uncomfortable. I don't know if y'all ever watched, like, that old school Animal Farm in the 90s. They had a movie about that. And, like, where the horse just collapses and then they, like, sell him off to the glue factory. I was like, ugh, this whole line reminds me of that and just just feel makes me feel bad. But anyway. Eh, but that's what it's going for. No, I
2: mean, I, I did like that song. You uh, don't I work at FK so long before you get broken. That is true. Before you get
0: turned into glue. Yeah, brother.
2: For sure. Nope. Yeah, you're, you're what makes it stick. Nope. We're going to be to stay there now.
0: Don't worry. They're going to gorilla
2: glue my dick shut,
0: so don't worry about it.
2: But what? Little... There there what? What? No. What? <laughs> <No, it's... laughs>
1: Let's,
0: let's go back to Rise Against. What? 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 what did you
1: just say?
0: I don't know, but it's recorded. I'll listen back to it later. Anyway, <laughs> I,
1: I, I will say that the album did not have a lot of songs that I didn't like. And I think I only had like one or two. I don't like their slow songs. I don't think that Rise Against did very well with their slow songs this time around. Um, I think they're always, They had slow songs? On? Yeah, they had Forfeit and... Um, I think it was just Forfeit, actually. Maybe it's just one. Yeah, Forfeit. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I did not like that song. It was. It was just. It did nothing for me. But it did go on to the next song, which was Monarch, which was kind of like, almost like, like heavy metal. Like they're like they like played really quick. I was like, wow, this is good. Um, and then my my That's favorite an song. Song.
2: They didn't just make that up. It was a real song. Anyway. I know.
0: Okay. Cool.
1: But my favorite song was <laughs> the last song, "Rules of Play," which I thought it was a good way to go out. It was probably their best their best uh song it was it,
2: it was a good ending song um because like we went over this with the um the offspring album last podcast where they just kind of had all their high energy stuff at the very beginning of the album and then they had all their like random instruments oh, and slow yeah, stuff right. at the very end so that was i mean rules of play was still extremely high energy and uh, very well written. So, you know, you end on a high note on that. You're not just like, oh, I can skip the back half of the CD. Correct, yeah. Kind of deal. So I did appreciate that out of the album.
1: Yeah, I think in middle of a dream, the one you played was also very high energy. So I think it definitely ended. Yeah. It. I think it did have a lull with, um, I don't think I like Broken Dreams because. Yeah, it was a little I, I think it was met And then like the one line I didn't like was, I mean, I think it's maybe because the, the industry I'm in, but it said something about like, once all the factories are automated, like, yeah, well, yeah, that's gonna happen. It's called advancing in the world. Like, what did you expect?
0: Well, like, we're validation, so we're always gonna have to validate those damn machines right, that right. are doing the
1: jobs for us. But still, that still creates jobs in a way. It's just you, we have to get more educated. The root of the problem is the education system, not necessarily. I'm educated enough. I enough. That's off what I'm saying. We are. But I know certain people cannot get the same education. That's the root of the problem. Welcome. The problem isn't automation. The problem
2: is the fact that people can't get the education if to you, be able to do the work. If you if you want a good pay, go into automation. That's a good point. Welcome He's to not the wrong.
0: Ethics of Artificial Intelligence podcast with Ozzy, Kevin, and Logan. Um, yeah, no, that actually. was. <laughs> that is my, but no, sense. that was like
2: the only line I was like, no, Man, I rise against.
1: Let it be. Spot. Oh, no, dude, we are the wrong people to be doing that, dude. <laughs> so, I am not the right person to be taking hey, life lessons I wa-
2: from. I watch The Good Place. I'm good. Yeah. Hey. So,
1: nice. So. <laughs> I watch Nagatoro. It's wholesome enough. Yeah. So.
0: This it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway.
1: Move
0: yeah. Back. No, I shouldn't say anything. I'm being recorded. Anyway, all right. Uh, I was supposed- you said you were about to get your dick glued shut. Yeah, but that happens all the time. Okay. Anyway. But yes, it was a good album. Y'all, are, I enjoy y'all are married. You know how that fucking works. So anyway.
2: <laughs> I missed whatever you guys are talking about.
0: <laughs> Ke- Ozzy. So, yeah, Rise Against, I gave it eight Logan stars. Kevin gives it a thing.
2: i still give it one Kevin star. One star. I would
0: give it an eight. Yeah,
1: it is It is a good It is a good album.
2: Yes. I, right. I
1: enjoy it, and I, this is one that I would put back on because it gives me the same energy that I've always had with Rise Against, but it doesn't feel like I'm getting beat with like I'm a dead horse, is getting beat and being ridden and being
0: pulled the <laughs> pulling a pile. I distinctly remember we were going out to play disc golf, and I do love Ozzy. I, I'm no. Ozzy. I'm ah, pretty sure you just had no. all of the rise Rise Against songs on shuffle. And we were just like, I can't tell what song. <laughs> That's <song's not laughs> fair because again,
1: it's like a ska song without the the instruments. <laughs> and the drums are the same. Like, all right, dude.
0: But anyway, we we still enjoy it. All right, Ozzy, tell us about your album. Go for it. Cool. Well, um, yeah.
1: So the last album was um, Vince Staples, uh, the uh, the artist, and the album was called Vince Staples. So self titled album. This is apparently his major debut even though he's put out like four or five albums before this that were all like i don't know if they were eps or whatever they're called yeah
0: um and the song is vince staples but yeah
1: so the song we, no it's not this isn't bad company i swear
2: but yeah so the song i just love the it.
1: song we picked is uh the single are you with that so this is uh from the album Vince Staples. yeah yeah
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. City going up, so you better buzz. finish in really one of us, really spilling blood. Everybody tough, today gotta go and see the judge. Nigga better hush. Never
0: grown up, all I wanted was to be a thug, wanted me a plug. To get a little bread, shoot a couple niggas in the head, still outside. I don't hide from this shit for life.
1: So, yeah, that's the lead single. Uh, that's also the first song on the album. And um,
0: I've never watched his YouTube video. Are they trying to drive him down with a car? Like, fuck. Well, he is black. I'm just joking. Well, I mean. Well, no, he is black. The, 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 the story, a lot of songs on this album are about him, like, fighting with gangsters, it seems like. Like, about him getting shot in the and, head or him shooting someone else.
2: That's a, that's a lot of rap.
0: Shit. Well, boy. yes, this is a hip-hop rap
1: album. Uh, Vince Staples is a West Coast rapper. Um I'm
2: drinking a West Coast IPA.
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, there you go. Um, so well, you, well, you're not, basically the same as him. He's pretty much Vince Staples. I mean, oh, my he's God. He's got the same complexion. Um, <laughs> but I picked this album. It's just for sure. I picked this album because I, I really enjoy listening to Vince Staples. Uh, Vince Staples is uh, – I would say he's not your – typical rapper. I think he's, he's not like anything out of the ordinary, but he does do things a little differently enough to kind of keep my ear. Um, and he's put out a lot of albums before a lot of like different style stuff and I've enjoyed it every time. So I was excited to see what he was doing with this. And when I first heard that it was only 22 minutes long with, um, I don't know how many songs, like 10, I think with like, I guess it had two tracks that were, yeah, 10 songs with two interludes. I was like, okay, let's see what he can do in 22 minutes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I picked it because I knew that he's had a good history and I, I myself enjoy hip-hop and rap, so.
0: Yeah, so I guess my key thoughts on this album were, so are all of his albums this short? This is not my thought. This is just, I'm asking you a question. I will say that he does not do long albums. He, he does have, I,
1: I, he's had like 45, 30-minute albums before. I think he's had one where it's been longer uh, closer to an hour. I think that was like summertime uh, 06. Um But in general, he's pretty, he's pretty straightforward. He does not do a lot of like features. He doesn't do a lot of like intricate songs.
0: So I will, I will say when I listen to this album, I guess. So, and I think Kevin's going to have similar feelings, but like I didn't see or I didn't hear a lot, a whole lot that made me go like this song is significantly different from this song. But I will say that for only having a 22 minute album, I felt like when I listened to the songs, I was like, well, this is a, a song on its own, and then this is a song on its own. And you could actually kind of get the vibe through the lyrics and through the noise that he was kind of putting out there, or I guess through the beats, I'm sorry, for the beats that he was putting out there. And I'm like, that he's trying to get something across. And now maybe it's just because I don't listen to a lot of hip hop, but yeah, I felt like he was putting out a lot of good two minute songs that really got their point across very quickly and then kind of carried on, which surprised me. Cause I, you know, I, I wasn't sure what to expect. If maybe he'd have like one long song or a bunch of little short interludes or something, but no, he kind of had a bunch of two minute give or take songs and they got their point across and moved on. So I, I liked the atmosphere of it now. And this might just be because I'm not familiar with hip hop, I didn't really know what to make of the music. The first few songs were kind of unique and kind of creative, but as it kind of, as it carried on into the latter half, I just, it wasn't that I didn't realize they were different songs. It's just that like, I totally forgot the songs. (laughs) It it sounds weird, but it's just like, they weren't very memorable to me. That's
1: fair because I think the one thing that this project Kind of um, is lacking is like a memorable maybe chorus. I think, and I think that's what people gravitate to sometimes. It's like what is what gets repeated, and unfortunately, with this, his choruses are very lackluster because he doesn't focus on the chorus. And I I, I'm okay with that when it comes to hip hop. Like literally, one song is, um, it's called like "Mm mm-hmm, and taking trips. Like, and he literally says tripping.
0: Trip it, trip, trip,
1: and I'm okay with that. But I understand that people that don't listen to hip hop a lot, when they listen to that, they're like, What what the hell's going on? Like, why is he just saying this over and over again? That's the course, that is the course. But then he, the verses are what's important, and I can understand why it's not as memorable. So uh,
0: I, I see what you're saying, here. Yeah, I mean, but those are basically my thoughts. Overall, it's a pretty good album. Um, I'd give it another like kind of seven situation, maybe eight, probably seven for me personally but I can see how somebody would give it an eight. Um, I mean, I, I, am just not as big into hip hop, but it was a good album. It had some good songs with nice beats. And I think that he made good use of the techno vibe. And when he was attempting to make a point with the lyrics, they seem to really come across very effectively.
2: Um, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Logan is it's to me, which I, So I'm the opposite of what you described, what you listen for, Ozzy, is that I listen for the chorus, I get the things that come across, I usually don't hear all the lyrics as they're coming across as they get played, so rap, I guess, as a whole doesn't come to me very easily, so I choose not to listen to it, which is probably not the best thing to do, but it's just not my style of music, so... For this one, when I'm listening to the instrumentals and things like that, the beat, um, they all sounded somewhat similar. I mean, you get to like well, and that's, like that's the typical rap. Like, yeah, and like in like, like half of the songs. And you know, basically, I would just kind of look up and see what song I was on every once in a while to to like. Because I heard a lyric that would, like, kick in my in my head. Like, I, this one sounded, what are we talking about now? And I would see that I was on a different song. And it's like, what song is this? And then try to pay a little bit more attention to it at that point in time. Um, but overall, yeah, it just... It didn't have the energy for me. I can see someone very... I can see a lot of people relaxing with this. Yeah, this uh Just... I will, it has a lot of good points to get across on the lyrics, and, and you know. I, the,
0: I, I will say it's kind of interesting that you say relax to it because it seems oh. like it's a pretty serious, when you listen oh, yeah. to a lyrics album, it's but very, it is a very chill. Yeah, in the, so the
2: music. beat's very chill. But right. the lyrics you get that dichotomy bidding, right? Thing, the chill
1: music with the aggressive lyrics still, mm-hmm.
2: right? Right, yeah. So it's, I can, I can see people just like, you know sitting around the house with their friends and you know chatting and then like oh man this lyric right here you know you when you point out this one while eyes is happening kind of deal um overall i mean like i said you know it's not my favorite genre um i think that some of the beats and stuff did sound very similar but the and uh but i mean like the lyrics and stuff are the hard-hitting part and like i said i don't Really go into too much detail on the uh, the verse lyrics, right? Yeah. Unless I listen to it several times, and it has to catch my attention in order for me to re-listen to it, and that's usually what the chorus's job is for me to go back. So I'm not the person that this album was designed for.
0: Well, in a way, it shares similarities with say like Third Eye Blind, where they've got songs like. Not necessarily like semi-charmed life, but probably more like, uh, what's it, the drive-by song where it's like really slow, but the lyrics are about a drive-by shooting and you're like, damn. It does remind me, uh, not a like-for-like situation, but I remember this story. If you, do you all know the Offspring song, uh,
2: Bad Habit? Boy, do I.
0: Yeah. But anyway, it's about like uh, road rage, essentially. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. For all of our listeners who are not familiar... So, anyway, there's a section of the song where everything goes quiet, and then the. Uh, yeah, and uh, so this happened. My friend told me the story where he's like at his uh, graduation party, and his priest is there, and he's talking to his priest, and it hits the part where the song gets <laughs> really quiet, and everybody else is really quiet during that part. And it's the part of the song where he was like, You stupid, dumb shit, goddamn motherfucker! And the priest is like, this is, this is a great party you got going on.
2: Three <laughs> <laughs> blocks yeah. into a bar. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, I mean, it kind of reminds me of that where it's like, this is a very serious kind of album with the contrast to the beats, but that's part of what makes it fun and enjoyable. So I, I totally get it. Yeah. Um, it just might not be my particular thing, but, you know, right. it's got so it's a good vibe. I like
2: I, it. I would give it zero Kevin Stars. Personally, because it's not my style of music. But if you are into that kind of style of music, I would still give it one. I would actually. I I don't think it's quite at two. I think it's at one and a half, but I don't give out half, so it's at one.
0: Okay, well,
1: fair enough. Well, I can understand. I can understand because I think a lot of the complaints with this album at first were the fact that it was hard to absorb because it was so one. I wouldn't say one dimensional, but it was on one side of the spectrum when it came to like. The, the sound of it like it was very mellow. right? Yeah, sonically something
2: that sets and that's apart. and that's
1: fine. Like when I first listened to it, I think I had the same reaction you guys did. I was like, like, so what? What's going on here? And because I'm a I'm I'm a massive Vince Stables fan, I actually ran into him in Raleigh one time because really? he was doing a show. in that was the bar No, that too. I ran into Graham.
2: <laughs> Not all. No, that's <laughs> racist,
1: <laughs> Kevin. Reading Rambo Graham- <laughs> No, during Hopscotch, Ouch. which actually I think is happening like next week. Or something like
0: that. I'm busy. I know there's an art festival. Yeah,
1: it's no, it's like a music festival that happens. Down no, down I mean down. there's an
0: art festival in Perry. Right. Well, Hopscotch, I'm on a shoulder.
1: Hopscotch happens every year in Raleigh, and he was here for one of those shows. And I actually like was walking down the street. And I'm like, that is Ben Staples as he walked right by me. Um, he ended up going to. I
0: forgot what restaurant
1: it was. It was that like, doesn't that doesn't
0: count. Sorry, I mean like if you see a guy, that does not count as being like a star interaction. Like I don't know. I mean, I didn't I interacted with him. I didn't
1: interact with him. Like, I him. With oh, I like, thought
0: I thought you said. said that you like said hi or you no, t- I said I you
1: ran into him. I literally oh, like miss. I was like oh, and I'm like. Wait a
2: second, that's Vince Staples.
0: Because what I heard was you met him, but I'm also like him. a
2: dumbass. No, I did not try to I'm gonna him. I'm going to roll it I, back. I also feel like he didn't say he met Vince Staples. Okay. so no. I'm going to go with Ozzy. And Ozzy.
1: But um, at first I was like, this album's kind of man. But as I listened to it, I really liked it because it, when no, as a Vince Staples fan, he's not very introspective. A lot of his music isn't very much like how this affects me, like where I'm at in this world. And this album was that. like It was more of like how his world impacts like what's going on with him. So it was a nice change of pace with him. Um, I think the beats were all very individual and different every time. But I, I listen to hip-hop all the time. Like I'm a hip-hop fan. I love rap. I love hip-hop. And Kenny Beats was the producer. I like Kenny, Kenny Beats. G? His name is Kenny, Kenny Beats. beats. So I can understand when you're saying like you get the same vibe because it is one producer. When you get one producer on one album, you kind of get the same feel. I am, I, am I, mean,
2: I I do feel like it was very same. Anyway. Now, I mean, you know, I mean like, like I said I listened to it maybe like and one fine. and a half and times. I don't so. think it's the
1: album to listen to once. And that's fine. You guys don't listen to hip hop and I appreciate that you guys can at least see the good in it. Oh yeah. But like I think it was more, I think it takes more listening to and I think there are certain aspects to it that make it a very good album because I would definitely give it at least an 8 I really enjoyed every song because in two minutes I got everything I needed on every song like every song minus the interludes. I that's the only negative and that's the only reason I wouldn't give it more than 8 is because at 22 minutes you do not need two interviews I'm sorry yeah, yeah. that was kind of weird one is enough that one at the like middle of the album was perfect because they then went into like one of the best songs which was called Take Me Home yeah. which had a feature which is
0: great yeah, yeah, that too. No, yeah. that's it no that's West Virginia
1: Ma- but Ma- that, Mama?
0: Shut up. that was
1: the only feature with a female vocalist. That was great. I thought that was one of the better songs. It had a nice little acoustic guitar in there too, which again, I think that separates it from the rest of the songs because there were no other songs with acoustic guitar, but that's just me. And, um, I thought that song was great, but then at the end it had another feature, which I thought really broke it up because the last two real songs, Lil Fade and mm-hmm were probably the most energetic songs. And I, I would quote-unquote call them bangers on this album. And they were good. Uh, Little Fade, Fade, Fade was great. great. Yeah. Little Fade
0: was great. It was, it, I'm starting to realize maybe I had it on shuffle because Little Fade came on second for me. And no, dude. Little Fade comes in near the yeah. end. And I, I, I think, think it, I had mine on shuffle then. I think it I got as it early. goes, but then I yeah. think that
1: that one interlude really messes it up because Little
0: Fade was great. Yeah. but. Um, I am realizing now, though, that because he saw your face, you're just trying to hype him up because you know that he can come and shank you at any point in time. It's a small little story. Actually, when I – Small little shank. That's true.
1: It could be. Uh, the one time I saw him, I decided not to say hello because I'm not really big into bothering like celebrities. I've seen celebrities before, and I'm not going to go up to him and be like, Hey, man, what's going on? Let me get an autograph. Whatever. Yeah. This and that. you know. I might give them shit about their socks and about sleeping on stage, but <laughs> I'm never going to like bother them. But it's actually funny because like six months later, he put out a song about people bothering him in public. I'm like, thank God that was not me. Nah, like he lit legit for like word for word. He's like, don't bother me when I'm in public because he's kind of like his own kind of person. He's a very introverted person based off his lyrics. Fuck oh, on, no. um,
2: We're, we all like you. Like, th- yeah, he's he, I, I'm the same. Don't he's be a c- He's a celebrity. Yeah, I mean, you're think, a celebrity. Like, hey, you so You this, signed up. For that, you signed up for this. If you don't yeah. want people to bother you, you should have been an engineer.
1: But that's true. Well, they still bother you. Um, well,
2: they bother you about protocols, yeah. protocols yeah. getting approved. But, but that's what I, I yeah. I mean, Public doesn't.
0: I will. I will also say I take offense to you saying that I don't listen to hip hop because you're talking like you got something to say. You but nothing, said that. You're but so nothing's did. coming. You said that. You're talking like you got something to say, but nothing's coming out when you move your lips. Just a bunch of gibberish. True. You fucking, fucking acting like but you, you forgot said about yourself.
1: Break. You don't listen to that much hip hop. I don't. I mean, I, and I'm just quoting what you said. I this,
0: this I motherfucker don't. is acting like he forgot about Drake. I
2: I don't listen to hip-hop, and therefore do not understand this exchange that's happening right now. A, he's quoting it. I, I understood that part of it, that's but I don't know where it came from. Anyway,
1: But anyway, I, I like this album because it's he, a good album. he gives an introspective on like his life growing up. He's from the West Coast. He was obviously imbe- involved in gang I A, a lot of gang He is. He's involved yeah. in that, and he's 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 kind of a sarcastic dude, so he's always kind of been like, yeah, I'm in gangs. Kind of, maybe. But like this is the first album where he's like, yeah, I'm in gangs. If you fuck with me, you know, we're, games, we're, huh? we're, we're known to shoot people up. And that's like, for a while, I never really saw him as that. But then it's like, yeah, you know, Vince Staples fucks around with gangs. I realize that now.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I can appreciate this is another that. reason
0: you don't bother him on the street. For-
1: I mean, that's true. You, you never know. He had his whole squad with him when I saw him. I was like, I'm not trying to get beat up just for trying to say it. Not that he would do that. I don't think he
2: would. He would.
1: Uh, but I really, do, I really do enjoy this album. It had good, easy songs that you can absorb. And that's why I picked it, because I think you could absorb this album better than most... I think better than most rap albums, you could absorb this album. Two and a half minute songs that the the beat wasn't too intricate. It wasn't all over the place. And the lyrics weren't, like, over the top. Like, he wasn't trying to make puns on top of puns, chandras on top of entendres. I like puns, though. That's fine, but there there's certain... People, I listen to The
2: Offspring. Puns are my... Neil
1: you. I still think that it was an absorbable album when it comes to hip-hop. 22 minutes long. Because the other album that I was thinking of covering for this podcast was the Tyler the Creator album that was an hour album long that had everything from jazz to, to hip-hop it was all over the place.
2: Uh, if you had picked that album, I would have listened to half of it and then told I you I listened to all of <laughs> it. And instead i just listened to That's it fine. in the background. And I understand
1: that. I think that album was great. I think this album was also great, but I don't think you would have Nobody needs
2: a, a. Nobody needs an hour-long album. That's why Nobody fine. needs that. That's fair. That's fair. like that whole album. I'm pissed just off at it. Like a, so two, I made the right choice. Just no, like I a, would have just told you I was pissed off at it. I mean, i to
0: People need an hour-long album like they need a two-hour and 40-minute-long movie, which by the way... Oh,
2: I thought you were talking about a podcast. Which, we're, we're, by, the,
0: we're getting there. Which, by the way, have y'all heard about the Dune movie? Y'all gotta go see that Oh, shit. dude, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, overall, I really enjoyed this album. Um, the spice I, must flow, motherfuckers. Anyway. I, think,
1: I enjoyed all, all the albums. I think they were good. And I think this time around, I, I think I found highlights in all there, of them.
0: There wasn't a steep... They were
2: all pretty all right.
1: There wasn't
0: a stinker. In, there wasn't a stinker in the bunch. All right. So I now that. they weren't. They
2: weren't bad, but they weren't. Great. So now let's they all got zero to one. Kevin Stowers.
0: So now let's uh, spoil uh, the what ifs for this week. Did y'all see that yet? Shit. Huh? No. I don't
2: know what the fuck you're talking
1: about. What if Doc Ock comes back into the new universe of Spider-Man? Did oh, you
2: see that trailer? That no. shit's hype. Tobey Maguire is supposed to be in the it's, new it's, one because the same Doc Ock recognizes him, right? Yeah. I mean, that's Well, we'll, we'll say. Say, I mean, maybe
0: that's what they're implying. And
2: the fucking Goblin grenade—they're yeah. fucking with the multiverse. But no, thanks, Loki. You're not the sack of shit. You're not watching the, Loki. It, it makes sense.
0: You're not watching the Marvel What If on the Disney Plus. There's you a know, Marvel What come. If on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah, Disney Plus. No, Disney Plus. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. There you go. Yeah. Sweetener. So, <laughs> they they just had the one that came out where they killed all of the uh, Avengers before they actually avenged anything. About time. Yeah. Nice. It's pretty good. I don't know. And then the week before that, they had the, like, really positive one where Black Panther. Is it cartoony? It is cartoony. Oh, that's
1: the cartoony one. You told
2: me about that. No, oh. I, we, we, ain't, we ain't watched that. We stopped at Loki, and, the, and now we're waiting for... Sony to sell the rights to Spider-Man. You're waiting on the world to change. No, what streaming service? Oh, it's fucking streaming Spider-Man wise. on. Oh, sorry, streaming wise, Correct.
0: We're waiting, yeah. waiting on the world to change. Yes. All
2: right, John a Waiting. He has new album. That might be
1: the next one.
2: We no, need. it's not. No. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Well, thank and you. No, no. She doesn't have a new album.
0: On that note, we're gonna <laughs> try to what make was me go to
1: Real yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I will agree. The only reason people like her is because she died.
0: I will say so there is for those who are not familiar, the reason I missed was because of my grandfather's funeral. And that was my favorite part of that whole experience was driving over with my sister and listening to nineties pop music all the way <laughs>
2: Who doesn't
0: love nineties pop? Uh, no, no seriously. seriously.
2: That's the hot Let's shit. Say,
0: it is true. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. All right. Anyway, thanks as always to our listeners. Shoot us an email at uh rallyanime at gmail.com. I uh,
2: love Logan at gmail.com. So I get my dick glued shut at gmail.com. With gorilla glue. Actually hey, that one's that lady with the hairdo.
0: That one's already taken, sadly. Oh damn. Okay. All right, but anyway. Y'all have a good rest of your week and you guys. Uh, don't get COVID. Good night, everybody. Go well, listen to
1: the albums, they're pretty good.
0: Yeah, get a vaccine. Good night, everybody. Yeah,
1: don't fuck around.